0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, if Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news...
0: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown no. up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
1: Very sexy robot.
0: Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
1: My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts.
0: Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you as we rip through this Tuesday. Al, what's up? Oh, hi there, Jerry. I, I
1: oftentimes here have recommendations for folks uh, Netflix. Uh, documentaries, and yeah. I have one. I think you might be interested in it as well, Jerry. I'm not, I have the, it'll be very brief because I, I, I don't want to give anything away. Okay. But it's a documentary, it's a three part series called American Nightmare. And I will say that it's worthy of. I saw the trailer. Yeah, it's worthy of yeah. having three, you know, it's not, they didn't milk it to three things.
0: This is where the daughter, they report her as missing.
1: Yeah, a woman yeah. is kidnapped. Right. So what's really interesting is like you watch the first episode and then when they show you what's coming up in the second episode, you're like, wow, that's, and then after, well, after the second episode, when they tell you what's coming up, episode three, like, whoa. So it, it's one of those moments. And I was not really familiar with the
0: story. Right. But, um. You know, it's really effed interesting. up. Interesting. How many of these stories are out there? Yeah. Like, they just keep churning out documentary after documentary after documentary about people that are murdered, raped, stolen, sold. It's it's frightening, man. Right. If that
1: happened to you and you haven't had a documentary made about you yet, it's ah, by the, Netflix. Yeah, because uh, the, all these—you know what it is? All of these streaming services and channels, and they all need content. Yeah. And true crime documentaries do very well. Right, like it's a it's a huge category. It's even a huge category in the podcast community, which I love it on television. I cannot listen to it.
0: Yeah, I just I can't get into it. How do we sell ourselves to Netflix? <laughs> they need content.
1: <laughs> do you want me to kidnap you, Jerry? <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> they were two
1: podcast hosts. <laughs> I don't want to one kidnap the other.
0: Don't kidnap me. Although I will tell you, um, a couple of mornings parking uh, close, but not yeah. right in front of the door. There have been a couple of vans I walk on the... I'm like, I'm worried about it opening and then taking me. Yeah. It sounds crazy, but that's the crap we see.
1: Speaking of which, I heard... Do you remember when we used to park on a street called Leroy? hmm There used to be a man living in a van. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, randomly yesterday, I'm walking my dog in Bradley Beach, and a guy stops me. He says, uh, oh, yeah, where are you... Uh, where's your office? Because I used to work down there. So, I tell him. He goes, yeah, he goes, there was a... Because you ever see the guy that lives in his van? I go, I haven't seen him in years, but yes, I was very familiar with him. So he told me the guy's story, he said, because he used to work down there, and mm-hmm. he used to see the guy out reading. The guy used to set up a chair and would read the newspaper <laughs> outside of his van. Jeez. So he said he he and his friends during a lunch break went and talked to the guy just to see what his story was. He said that the guy was a businessman, and his partner had an idea for a, a business, and he he had an idea for an iced tea. And the man, who now lives in the van, didn't want to do it because he's like, well, you know, Lipton's got iced tea. He felt like the market was already. What was it, Arizona? Snapple. Wow. And then the guy, his partner, who he didn't do, do it with, ended up taking the guy's wife. Oh. So the guy lost this idea of the business, lost his wife to this guy now lives homeless. in a van.
0: Wow. Wild. I mean. I always thought, too, like, if you do business with someone. Yeah. So let's say, so for instance, not that we make much money, but we sell our shirts and whatever. We nice few hundred bucks, whatever. Whatever you get. It's great. But if you and I were doing that, and all of a sudden, let's say one of my shirts, for whatever godforsaken reason, Nike liked for they just, someone noticed it and they offered me, you know, whatever. $8 million. We want that logo. We love it. And we, you, do you mind if Nike uses it? Yeah. Now I'm not sitting there telling you I'm going to give you $4 million, especially if it's mine, but I would give you something. Right. Of significance as opposed to stealing your girlfriend and seeing you go homeless. Yeah. Like what the hell? Yeah, I don't know if there's there. I'm sure there's more to that story. I'm sure there is, but that's that sucks. It's kind of like the guy. It was kind of like we did Junk Bomb. I felt pressured to do it because if it actually hit Correct. and I didn't put in my five hundred dollars, I'd be completely cut out anyway. Like, well, I got to put my money in. Like, oh, right. how about this? When they do the the lottery pools at, in offices, and you got a hundred people put in two dollars, two dollars. And the one person's like, come on, guys, you're pissing your money away. And then the place wins, and they don't give the poor guy anything. Yeah, they're like, you didn't put in. That's not right. Yeah, that's not right. I'm not saying you give them the full share, but you give them something. You got to give them something. Right, otherwise, now you're, because those things,
1: I unless it was such a huge amount that everyone was retiring. Imagine that you run a business, a small business, yeah. you've got a small business. Sure. Your uh, employees pool their money together to buy a lottery ticket and they hit for $300 million, they all quit.
0: You're like, where's my business now? Just got to hire new people. I've lost my business because yeah.
1: my other employees won the lottery. And in a
0: case like that, like, everyone would be gone. Yeah, gone. That is true. That'd be Ghost you. <laughs> Microsoft goes out of business because <laughs> one of the employees at the lottery. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just the lottery and everybody just left. Yeah, it's funny.
1: Yeah. So I was... um Thinking today, I had a conversation with uh Tom Izzo, our digital guy. Yeah. So yeah, he was in a lot today. Yeah, yeah, he's very into he's somebody who's spends a lot of time on the internet. Okay. So I also I, I like internet things and social media. But uh, you know, we were he he's into wanting to try putting butter in his coffee, mm-hmm. right? So I ran back there. He had brought the butter in, and I said, Oh, I go, Have you ever seen people on the internet who eat sticks of butter? Mm-hmm. He's like the carnivore diet people. They'll eat butter sticks. And as you've a, done that too. As a snack. Mm-hmm. I've had slices of butter. I'm he goes, Yeah. He goes, How about those people that um, are eating raw? He goes, I see people working out in the gym eating raw meat. He goes, You know, they tell you everything you heard about having to cook your meat is wrong. And I just thought, That is what the internet is. It is everything that you were taught to believe mm-hmm. or thought to be true there are very convincing people mm-hmm. on the internet telling you the
0: exact opposite yeah and making a case for it and making a case for yeah. it yeah there's no doubt i know so many things so much misinformation but you don't
1: then you don't know what is the misinformation correct and what's well,
0: true yeah as we said we've gone back to the smoking with the doctors back then, they didn't know. I'm not saying that they weren't paid to endorse cigarettes. I'm sure they were, but there was no, what was the evidence when they first came out that you were going to, it, it seems ridiculous to us now. Right. It makes makes sense now that inhaling a cigarette right. would not be great for your lungs. But I can make every case. All you're doing is taking it in and blowing it out. Like right. what's, what's the harm? And it's the same thing I have said to you numerous times. And I've said to a lot of people, and they're all the same answer you do. If I told you that if we got in a time machine in in the year, what's this, 2024? 24, yeah. That in the year 2035, people started having ovarian cancer, testicular cancer at very high rates. And we realize it's because of what these phones are emitting out of our pockets. If I told you that now, would you stop with the phone? And everyone says no, no. Like they can't live without it. Well, people were hooked on cigarettes, so we sit there and say, "What were these people thinking?" Well, I'm I'm asking you, what would you do right now with the cell phone? And yeah. you point blank look at me and say, "Nothing."
1: Yeah, nothing. Yeah, this is funny. Like, like you're right. In like 40 years from now, are people going to be like? So they were just putting their phones in their pockets, and they
0: really thought nothing was going to happen right. to their balls. Correct. Meantime, your dick turns green. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> that's a you problem.
1: You know, some people won't like. I I put my phone on my nightstand right yeah.
0: next. That's, that's got to be a foot from my head, right? And how about the, the even Bluetooth things that yeah, go in our ear weird. and our. I mean, in my sunglasses, I love them. Like the the the, the sound waves are going through my cranium. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? Right, you got Bluetooth. Yeah,
1: you've got. Uh, The Wi-Fi that's in our, you know, there's tons of conspiracies about Wi-Fi. I know. I know. But I don't know how you would get away from it because even if you decided in your house you weren't going to have Wi-Fi, your neighbor next door has Wi-Fi. It's everywhere. There's public Wi-Fi. Optimum and
0: all those companies have Wi-Fi networks everywhere. You would have to move to somewhere so remote where you'd just be cut off from the rest of the world. I'm surprised we don't get
1: damage from or known damage yet from just having a microwave in our house because that seems wild, too.
0: I agree. Although, no, if you read how a microwave works, it's actually not as much as you think. No? No, it's it's more the microwave is basically pulling the moisture out of, it almost absorbs the moisture from whatever the product is. And somehow, I actually read about this, it's not as crazy as it appears to be. Okay. Like the science behind it. I mean, clearly it makes sense. It's been around for thirty years now, forty years, but it's not as potentially dangerous as I could see these cell phones being. Yeah, what's weird though with the microwaves,
1: you know, when they first came out, they were expensive and they yeah. were like these heavy duty and now the microwaves are so made so cheaply mm-hmm. you think, Oh, these gotta be leaking. Right. Like <laughs> there's no way this plastic is keeping the yeah, the things in it. And then right. they tell you not to microwave. Like I always think of of uh, Craig Carton about this. Like they Craig used to take wonton soup from that he would get from mm-hmm. the Chinese restaurant in that plastic I know container. He would put it in the microwave for like five minutes. <laughs> it would be
0: all misshapen, he's eating right out of it. Like meantime the plastic is melted into the yeah. soup and he's sucking that down. I know. No chance that's good I for know. you. No, nah, it couldn't be, of course. That is very true. Yeah. Yeah, Well, these are all things that, I mean, the microwave hasn't killed us yet. We'll see if the cell phones do. But I don't even like know, like when, when they fir- first discovered radio
1: waves, mm-hmm. right, to, to create radio stations and things. Yeah. First of all, how you would figure out those exist, I, I have no idea.
0: Couldn't agree with you more.
1: But they weren't thinking like, that's in the air and that's going through my body. And yeah.
0: Is it harmful? Is it harmful? Yeah. We always say the first one's to do something. What is the effect? In some cases, it's glorious, and in other cases, probably led to death. Yeah. You know? There's a good show on... So I have... We have Amazon Fire TVs or Amazon Fire sticks now pretty much throughout the house. I have a couple TVs that have the Roku stick, but for the most part, it's Amazon. And when you go to the main page for the Amazon TV, they have tons of free programming without even having to have a streaming service. There's a ton of it. Yeah. And I came across... One show the other day, and I only stopped watching it because I couldn't take the commercials they were injecting every like eight minutes, um, even though there was only uh, it was only a minute and 18 seconds and you saw the count, It still drove me nuts. But it's a show about uh, modern inventions, decade by decade. And I was watching the one from the 1900s, the guy that invented the vacuum and how he invented it. And I, again, I don't know if this stuff is true. I'm assuming it is because he wound up selling his invention to Mr. Hoover where they came from. The guy that invented uh, the last guy's last name is Gillette, obviously, but the way he decided to come up with the disposable razor. And it's it's interesting, like how these people had the mind to come up with not only the idea, but then the wherewithal to be able to mass produce things at a time where they show you they don't have a lot of money. So Yeah, I wouldn't know how to do that now. Right. And now you know people with money and you still wouldn't know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is really something. That and they, they say that's the
1: key to business, right? To get to the repeat customer. So like yes. Gillette selling you those cartridges. Correct. Over and over and over again. So they'll give you the razor for not that much money, right? And then, But they want you to buy the blades. And now so many things are getting like that where everything is just a payment. Yeah. So anything like, uh, oh, I want to uh, get this budgeting app. Oh, okay. It's... Uh, four dollars a month and you think eh, four bucks whatever right no but doubt. then then the streaming app wants you nine dollars a month so you just have all of these monthly little fees that add up yeah immensely but as opposed to a razor company that's where you just use the actual you know thin razor and you're just yes. buying that that's pennies
0: yes correct
1: Whereas Gillette has the cartridge, which is not pennies, is like thirty five dollars for a handful of cartridges. Mm-hmm. It's I'm telling you, it's wild. And then I always think too, like, think of how many since that guy created that razor, how many cartridges have been made? Just but where
0: are they all? Uh, garbage, landfills,
1: just cartridges and cartridges
0: of razor blades. I didn't. I will never understand garbage I mean, <laughs> where it all goes mm-hmm. and dead people and dead bo- right and dead bodies I, mean, I understand we cremate more people now more than ever i think but you look at the i mean these cemeteries it's some like at what point is assuming we're still here and we haven't blown ourselves up or the aliens haven't come and got us at what point do humans realize we're running out of land yeah to bury the dead or
1: the land is more valuable to put Houses and buildings on, as opposed to having yeah. dead people. That's true too. Because, like, let me ask you this: So, my, where are my grandparents are buried? Are we paying a monthly fee for that? Or are we paid one time, and now they just? I would stay there paid, forever.
0: No, I would think you paid one time.
1: Paid one time. Yeah, I bet you that's going to come to a monthly fee soon. <laughs> it, it could, right? It
0: could, sure. Because otherwise, the that landowner got their money. But they're not turning that land over. No, but they, I don't think they pay taxes either. I don't think cemeteries have to pay municipal taxes. That was what was freaky about, like, Hurricane
1: Katrina and when when uh, coffins start washing up. Yeah. Like, the areas flood so badly that the coffins come out of the... Oof. Terrible stuff. Yeah, that's really wild. Terrible stuff. Yeah, because you got to think, like, I don't know about other countries, but in America... The overwhelming amount of people are buried. Yeah. I,
0: like I said, I think cremation is becoming more and more popular, but I, I agree with you. Yeah. I would say the far majority are still buried. Absolutely. And I, how they do it, I have no I, I don't even know. You know why it's six feet, by the way? No. Because that's the minimum depth. If I saw this on a TV show, the minimum depth where um, the scent of human remains is nixed from wild animals. Oh, is that oh, from Otherwise, they dig you up. <laughs>
1: Imagine you're the groundskeeper at a cemetery,
0: you show up and all the bodies have been dug up by wolves. God. Well, again, who's the first? I'm sure in the beginning, they just dug a small little hole and the the body went in there and they covered it with dirt. Next thing you know, someone or something had lunch. Yeah. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com.
1: That's the other weird thing. We bury people in caskets that don't disintegrate. Like they'll... You, you can know, open like, them
0: up and see the bones,
1: yeah, like the really good caskets they don't become part of the earth, right My younger sister who is into uh, biology, you know she's like, yeah. a biology person and nature person and mm-hmm. all that stuff she, she sometimes says, when I die, just throw my <laughs> throw my body in the woods <laughs> why because that's what nature wants oh to happen. Gosh. Wow now of course we can't throw her in the woods she's a mother of three. What about cremation? That can disturb and the children.
0: You, you can spread our ashes in the woods. Uh,
1: yeah, that's true. Spread our ashes in the woods. What an awful conversation.
0: <laughs> it really is an awful conversation. When you go into the woods, you know, you're just looking for
1: some porno magazines. Like when we were uh, teenagers, Jerry, you'd go into the woods
0: and there's just bodies strewn no, about. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. No, 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 no. Yeah. I tell you, we've talked about this before. I'm approaching 50. I'll be, you know, a couple months. A lot of people around here are not quite my age, but around my age, maybe a little older, a little younger. A lot of depression around here about this stage of life from a lot of people. A lot of what? A lot of depression. How so? Just a lot of thinking. Yeah, you do get reflective. Very much so. It's not, and not only so much about you, but about your parents, if they're still with, if they're still with you. It's about your children getting older and kind of all of a sudden getting very close to becoming adults themselves and, you know, looking at where you're at. And it's, reflective is a good word. Yeah,
1: very reflective. And it's weird too, like as as you get older, not my age or where you're at, but certainly like my parents' age, Um, just looking at uh, pictures of my father from mm. a year ago. Yeah, sure. Two years ago, completely different really? scene. Yeah. I think there's a there's a part once you get into your late 70s and 80s where it's like when you become president and you age- Quicker. Quicker in those four years you're president. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's when you when you start to go, hmm. Hmm.
0: You know, I've started going, hmm. You bet you're doing the hmm. <laughs> of course. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So you're thinking there's a lot of people here that are that are being reflective. Oh,
0: 100%. Of life. Yes. Yeah, no, no. That's. I'm not naming names, but I will yeah. tell you I know for a, a certainty yeah. that that is going on. It's, and and it doesn't help the time of year we're in yes. the gloomy weather doesn't help like there's a lot that goes into it which is why i always come back to when you live in a place that's not sunny and 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 eventful and and full of life like man it's got to be tough every day seasonal affective disorder they call that uh, well and then how about and now how about if you throw into the fact that maybe you got a job you don't like like man it could just be a lot of downtime yeah and i don't mean the good kind i mean like you're down yeah, it's
1: weird too, being like down by the shore, seeing yeah, it's it being desolate. But knowing, and it's weird sometimes. I can't even imagine there being a, a, it being eighty degrees, sunny, and people everywhere. Yeah,
0: because I'm looking at nothingness right now. And then you can take a snapshot in about four or five months on a beautiful seventy-two degree day, and the place will be packed and and buzzing. And then I won't be able to imagine no one being here. This is the time I love going to LBI. You have the blinking lights and no one there. Yes. One supermarket's open, one gas station, and maybe one drugstore, and a whole hell of a lot of nothing. Yeah. And you can zip start to finish island in eight minutes as opposed to 35 minutes in the middle of the summer. I think if we could shorten winter by about six weeks. How long is winter? Not sure, but three it feels months. like it goes like December, January. Oh, it's supposed February. to be three months essentially. Each season oh, should right. be three months. I'd like to shorten it by 10 weeks. 10
1: weeks? <laughs> well, if the fall, yeah, then you know what? Fall is October, November, uh, September, October, November. No, September to October would be one month. So oct- Actually, really summer October. doesn't
0: until September 21st, technically. Yeah.
1: So then w- winter must not start
0: till like. Winter technically starts December 22nd.
1: Oh, okay. That's winter.
0: Yes. I, I've always oh, said yeah, right. the yep. perfect place I'd like to live is, is the Charlotte, North Carolina area. Because you have a fall for sure. You've got a spring and you've got a summer. And fall gets chill. That, that, that crossover between fall and spring, there's, no, there's really no winter. But you, you can have a morning, you wake up and there's an inch of snow on the ground. Like, and it can be 30 degrees at night and you can have that feel of winter. But then it's 57 at noon. Yeah. Snow's gone. And you're back to. That to me is fine. I I don't mind Christmas time it being 30 degrees at night. That's a good feel. But what I can stand is when it's zero degrees during the day. I get. And the wind. Oh, God. Or for extended days where it's like, oh, we're going to be in a deep freeze for a week. They said, how about this for depression? So I'm watching the. uh, (laughs) And then I got one thing for you before we go. Oh, all right. And then, so I'm in the hotel room Sunday morning getting ready to go to the Rutgers-Illinois game. And, yeah, I'm watching the local news because I know at that time, I think it was like minus 2. It was like 8 o'clock in the morning. So it was cold. It was beautiful. It was sunny. Sun, sunny in
1: sun. minus 2?
0: Yeah, when I Damn. woke up. The sunrise was gorgeous. It was right out my window. Fantastic. So I'm watching the news, the, the news. The weather comes on, and the guy's like, hey, guys, hey, we got a nice day. It is going to warm up to about 18, 20 degrees. So I know it's cold now, but it won't be so bad later. No wind. Okay, it's not terrible. He goes, I want you to take a look outside. Take a look at that piping red hot sun. Take note of what it looks like. You probably won't see it again for about 11 days. I was like, oh, my God. They have they have clouds and rain coming for, for 11 the days. next week and a half. And I'm thinking, that is awful. Now, we can get that, too. But I'm like, don't tell me that. I'd rather wake up and say, oh, it's not sunny out. I don't want to know it's going to be cloudy and rainy for 11 yeah. days in a you row. Yeah, don't tell us that. My God, that's awful.
1: Do you think people are, people that live in better climates are generally happier group of people?
0: I think that's, all right. I think if you have a, if you're in a bad relationship, I don't think it matters where you are. I think your life is going to be very difficult. I think if you have problems at home, but all Or on the job, right? Yeah. But all things being equal, I think if someone makes a good living- they're generally a happy person. They tend to get a little down in the winter. You put that person in South Florida, I think that they are riding high through the winter. I do. But I think people have problems or problems, and I don't know that the sun and a palm tree <laughs> makes those go away. Yeah. Right. We see how many stories about
1: people from Florida yeah. doing bizarro things because
0: people are still people. They're in a rough part of love or a part of their life. Right. But I think the person that's in a good part of their life or in a good way that just struggles with some bad weather from time to time, you put them in. A, yeah. I think, I think it does matter. One thing real quick, we always talk about how do these people like pay their bills? Yes.
1: Right. That's a big discussion between you and I always, we
0: always wonder like how
1: certain people that we mutually af- know afford their lifestyle, Yes,
0: which we're, we're never sure how that how that happens. Especially when we feel like we've got a pretty good idea of what they make. Yes. And what their expenses are. Correct. Have you ever heard of Ramit Sethi? No. So he might be worth your time. He's tremendous. Ramit Sethi. Yes. He does a, he's got a YouTube channel. I've seen it. He's on Netflix. Actually, there's a a three part thing on Netflix about, I want to teach you how to become rich. I have seen that guy. Outstanding, but more than him. And he's great. You know, you see, you're like, teach how to be rich. That's not what he's doing. I mean, he is, but he's not. He's teaching you how to manage your money, basically. He's teaching you not to be poor. Yes. The stories. I, I learned of him on Netflix about four or five months ago when that three or four-part, five-part documentary came out. And I watched more. I don't think I watched the last one. But the stories of the people, and I'm like, wow, that's pretty wild. I just learned a couple of days ago. I'm going to tell you this. That he's got a YouTube channel, and it is just episode after episode after episode of him talking to couples that feel like they make a lot of money and they just, it doesn't add up at the end of the month because of the expenses of their kids or because of this and that. Anywhere from we make $80,000 a year, why are we broke to we make $600,000 a year, why do we feel broke? And he runs through their lives and their checkbook. It's tremendous. Yeah, I would like to watch that. That is right up your alley. And he's really good too. Like he's got an engaging um sense about him, personality, the way he talks to the people. I think he's really good. And I thought you might actually like that. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah, he gets to go through people's checks. Check yes. Books. He goes through their budgets, their or their lack thereof, what they're spending money on. And I'll tell you the one common theme that I'm seeing from a few that I've watched here and also talking to a few of my friends, you know what the biggest problem for most people is is the eating out. Yeah, it is a it's, and I don't mean going to dinner on Saturday night. I mean the McDonald's on Monday morning or the bacon, egg, and cheese on Tuesday, Panera Tuesday night. Oh, you, you eat home on Wednesday, Thursday night the pizza place, Friday Chinese, Saturday out with friends. You add it all up, and it's a small fortune. Yeah. And I think, I think I'm not me, but I think my house is guilty of that, too, to a certain extent. Well, oh, especially if you have kids
1: and you're running around different places. Yes.
0: Impossible.
1: Which happens a lot. I watched the guy it showed up on my uh Instagram suggestions. It was a it was a guy doing it it was like a a guy in his 20s doing an impression of Dave Ramsey, the okay. money guy. He has the bald wig on and everything and he's taking taking calls. Right. And the guy's like, "Hey Dave, uh, I make $50,000 a year and I'm broke." He's like, "All right, well, let's do the calculations." He goes, "Uh what is your mortgage?" He goes, "$2,000." He goes, "Up, oh, that's your problem." <laughs> <laughs> You need to live in a place that's $700 a month, and then you're going to pay cash for your house. So you mean live in my truck? It's just like that is the Dave Ramsey stuff. Yeah, I know. That's why I stopped listening to him. It's very difficult Mm -hmm. if you're just starting out. Yeah, or
0: living here. Or living here, California. There's a lot of places. The math doesn't work for what he—it might work in Mississippi— it doesn't work if you're living in the New York City area. It just doesn't. Yeah, the the, the the most basic
1: thing of his game plan is that you where you live is a quarter of your take home pay. Right. Not gross. Not gross. A quarter of your take home pay. And if this is a mortgage, it is a fifteen year mortgage. So, yeah. so think again on what that payment would be. Yeah. It's it's You're, not possible. No. It's not even remotely I get possible. not, you know, he doesn't want you to buy a $50,000 car and all, like, those things. But the basic living things of, like, what it costs to rent or mm-hmm. have a mortgage compared to what your take-home pay is. He sounds out of touch. It's a, at a minimum 50%, I think, for most people. Right?
0: If it's not, it's. I would say... It's probably, it's 35 to 40. Yeah, 40. It is nowhere yeah. near 15 to 25. No. I don't know how you could do that. Not to mention the fact, and I don't know, I haven't listened to him in a long time. The question I would have is what part of that number or is it another expense, property taxes? Like where I live, like my property taxes are 1300 a month. No, like that, property taxes. No, that's part of his. Part of the mortgage. What he's saying is.
1: What amount of money are you putting towards where you live? Which right, okay. Is your home. That's,
0: so, yeah, property taxes counted. Yeah. I mean, and that's a big problem. Two things have become a big problem property taxes go up and up and up. And I understand that they have that anchor rebate for a th- great, <laughs> thanks. That's really amazing. There's $1,000. So oh, I know God. we've taken $24,000 if you're <laughs> that. And and I think it was Trump, but when they changed the, the tax that law, that was Trumpster. I went. I'll never forget. I went from getting a six thousand dollar refund every year to owing like eight grand. Yeah, like, that Trumpster, what?
1: he screwed us with the property taxes. Yeah, he sure did. And 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 how that affects your taxes. It hurts. It does. Yeah, I used to punch in that. Number yes. and See the turbo tax.
0: <laughs> now it like barely ticks. They're so like, what? Did it I put move. this in wrong? No, it doesn't move. You get a twenty five dollar credit.
1: Wow. <laughs> Woo. Yeah.
0: I can't even go to Panera for $25.
1: But think of the, there's places in Jersey and Long Island and all that where people have these enormous homes that were like $50,000 in property taxes. Yeah, sure. And that got chopped down to, to you can claim
0: 10, I think. Right. But even if you're claiming 10, what does it do for you? Doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything anyway. Not going to do it. No, it doesn't.
1: All right, Jerry, warm up. See